Hi there and welcome once again to the Explaining History podcast and today we're going to talk about Mussolini's invasion of Greece during 1940. On the 20th of October 1940, Mussolini invaded Greece and Albania with 162,000 troops. Um, Hitler had no idea what Mussolini had planned. Nor did Marshal Graziani, the commander of his forces in North Africa, um, have any prior knowledge and found out only when listening to radio broadcasts from Rome. Mussolini uh, took one of the most impulsive and poorly thought through decisions of the war. And it was really a response to Hitler's successes throughout 1940. Not only had Hitler been successful in uh, Western Europe, but also um, Hitler had seized uh, Romania to uh, take control of the Ploesti oil fields, which were going to be uh, the Third Reich's lifeline until uh, oil in the Middle East or Russia uh, was accessed. And it was this that incensed Mussolini uh, into action. In order to understand this impulsiveness, you need to kind of look at the the founding ideas of uh, Italian fascism. Uh, Italian fascism was about the the notion, the kind of the fascistic notion of constant action and dynamism, um, that a strong leader, a strong charismatic leader in the guise of the Duce, uh, was able to interpret the national will and guide the nation in the direction that would benefit it and take it back to uh, notions of uh, glory and national pride and the uh, recreation of uh, the some sort of approximation of the, the Roman Empire. All these ideas sit very uneasily with the uh, business of modern government and modern warfare, which is often a painstaking, slow and gradual process or set of processes and something that can't be rushed and needs to be um, thought through. If you look at the example of the British and the Americans, the after 1940, um, the British prepare for a long war. Uh, the British have really always done this, the First World War, the Napoleonic Wars are classic examples of that and the United States uh, followed Britain's lead initially and thought that um, a war of attrition against the Axis powers would be um, the way to go about things, though admittedly some of Roosevelt's generals uh, by 1942-43 were convinced that a speedy cross-channel invasion and a head-on collision with um, Hitler's armies was the only way to really do things. Um, This was um, probably always likely to result in disaster and uh, Churchill and uh, Alan Brooke and the other uh, British chiefs of staff uh, convinced the Americans that this was uh, not the way, uh, not the way the war should be waged, and thus um, focused on the Mediterranean strategy. However, the point remains that um, Italian fascism was ironically uniquely unsuited to waging war. In uh, and I say ironically because it was inherently a warlike ideology. 
and the idea that war was beneficial, that war uh, socially separated the wheat from the chaff, that war would transform the the rabble and the riffraff or that uh, Mussolini saw Italians as being into a keen, hard, martial people who were able to withstand hardships. Um, these were all the transformative things that Mussolini thought war would bring. And yet Mussolini also thought that war was um, a, a kind of a case of opportunism and that simply managing, A, to seize as much territory as um, quickly as possible before Britain collapsed, and B, appearing to be as grand, if not uh, more grandiose, than Hitler, were the kind of the the ideal uh, approaches to warfare. Mussolini was incensed because um, Hitler's seizure of Romania was an intrusion into what Mussolini considered to be Italy's sphere of influence, and the decision to uh, seize Albania and Greece was almost uh, directed at Berlin. It was a way of showing Hitler that Hitler was not the only fascist in Europe who could act unilaterally and that Mussolini could make spontaneous decisions if he chose as well. Um, One of the more childish reasons for launching the invasion, admittedly. The British and the Greeks had, since the uh, Treaty of Versailles, had uh, close relations and Mussolini eyed these with suspicion, uh, alleging that uh, Greece was a uh, base of support for Britain in the Mediterranean and therefore a threat to the Axis powers. This was largely nonsense. Um, The Greeks were a small and relatively impoverished nation, uh, unable to offer uh, a serious role in the war, not against powers like Italy and Germany anyway. And what support the British had given to Greece was fairly limited, fairly thin on the ground. It was therefore assumed by Mussolini that a campaign against Greece would be a walkover. Um, He saw uh, the acquisition of Greece as being uh, simple, straightforward, rapid, and one which would not present um, Italy with any significant problems. Of course, it's hubris like this that always ends in um, downfall. And Mussolini even set aside millions of lira uh, in order to offer bribes to Greek politicians in order to gain their acquiescence to a a surrender. Uh, Though how much of this ever reached them is is a moot point. Um, There was virtually no understanding of the problems that uh, Greece's often mountainous terrain would present to Italy and the complexities of securing all of Greece's islands. There was also no understanding of the strength of Greek nationalism and the possibilities that Greece would fight a partisan war against Italy Uh, that would be extremely effective, and indeed they did, and indeed it was. Greece managed to mobilise during the invasion nearly 210,000 troops, and uh, the dictator of Greece, Ioannis Metaxas, um, who had been uh, a a deeply unpopular figure, um, who had overthrown the 
Greek Parliament in 1936 uh, using uh, emergency powers uh, granted to him by King George II of Greece um, and declaring a state of emergency mainly um, to uh, suspend uh, civil liberties and to deal with what was seen as the uh, threat of the communists. The communists were uh, have a, a party with growing popularity who hung uh, the balance of power in Parliament. Um, and Metaxas um, was this divisive national leader um, who created the divisions in Greece that would explode into civil war from about 1944 onwards and not really be resolved until the end of the 1940s. He managed, as a result of the invasion, to become a uh, figure of national unity um, and became um, a rallying figure uh, for the anti-Italian effort. Not only did the Greek army manage to defeat the uh, Italian invasion uh, within weeks, but by November 1940, the uh, Greek army had invaded Albania, Albania being um, Italy's puppet state in the Balkans, uh, and one that had now been uh, fully, um, fully uh, garrisoned by Italian troops. They invaded Albania, and the general uh, in command in Albania, Obaldo Sodu, quickly asked for an armistice with the Greeks. Now, how can all of this be explained? How is it possible that a much smaller, economically weaker country like Greece was able to uh, humiliate Italy in this manner? Well, firstly, uh, this is the second campaign of the war for Italy, uh, the first not being concluded in North Africa, um, it showed that Italy wasn't really capable of sustaining two campaigns uh, once in the way that uh, Germany would have been able to. The reality was that Italy was very poorly prepared to go to war. Evidence actually suggests that economically Germany was as well, but to no, no way to the extent that um, Italy was. And Italy had exhausted a lot of its uh, economic and military energies during the 1930s in campaigns in Spain and Abyssinia. So this was uh, the fourth or fifth year of Italian campaigning in and around uh, the Mediterranean and North Africa, whereas this was the, the first campaign for the Greeks. Add to this the lack of planning by Italy, uh, the I Italian um, lack of any sort of uh, competence coming from Mussolini and the impulsiveness of the decision to invade. And you have the, the recipe for disaster. It is highly likely that Italian troops, uh, poorly supplied and uh, equipped and fed and paid, simply saw their morale crumbling. Zorhart so. Uh, the case that many Italian soldiers had little idea uh, as to what the point of an invasion of Greece was. They were poorly motivated, whereas the Greeks defending their home uh, country and their home soil were determined to fight on to the end no matter what. Hitler, understandably, was extremely angry with Mussolini. He had, uh, when, from the moment that he heard about the invasion of Greece and Albania, vigorously opposed it, thought it was a, a terrible idea, 
and was increasingly concerned that further uh, Axis attacks across Europe would uh, give Roosevelt in 1940, during the presidential election year, which was concluding in November, just about the, at about this time, all uh, even more ammunition to um, challenge um, Wendell Wilkie, uh, the uh, non-interventionist, isolationist candidate. Um, and obviously Roosevelt uh, wins the presidential election that year. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Tense words are passed between Berlin and Rome. Um, Hitler said that it was probably it would have been a better idea to seize Crete uh, beforehand, as Crete was going to be um, an important resupply base for a British uh, counterattack and a British intervention uh, in Greece. Mussolini um, said that really the results have been down to poor weather conditions. Uh, the idea that uh, Greece is uh, simply a, a land of sea and sun uh, and uh, clement weather is something of an urban myth and the uh, mountainous interior of Greece can often be freezing cold particularly obviously in winter time and Italian troops of course were not equipped for this in order to prove himself to Hitler Mussolini said that he would now commit a further 30 divisions uh, against Greece and that uh, there would be a violent ethnic cleansing, that uh, anything, any, any urban centre over uh, with a population of greater than 10,000 would now be razed to the ground. Obviously this didn't happen, this was all bluster and, and talk. Um, and in the coming months, into early 1941, um, Greek and Italian armies stand off against one another in the Albanian mountains, um, the winter of 1940-41 is one of the coldest of the 20th century and the living conditions for both armies were appalling. In Max Hastings, um, or held at least, he quotes Sergeant Diamantis Staphylakis um, who wrote in his diary in January 1941 The door of our shelter will not open because of the snow. The fierce wind drives the snow up against it. Today it is raining again. We are soaked through. There is no chance of lighting a fire because the smoke chokes us. Our nights are spent in excruciating discomfort. So I get up outside and walk around. I try to build a new shelter. I managed to dig down 20 centimetres before the snow began again and I gave up. So these were the kinds of conditions that uh, both armies had to fight in in the Albanian mountains. And it's Hitler that breaks the deadlock. Hitler is um, frustrated that there is no, uh, op no prospect of uh, Italy defeating Greece single-handedly. And therefore Hitler decides that it, be it is necessary for Germany to intervene. 
It's necessary for Germany to intervene firstly because uh, the Axis powers cannot seem to be defeated by Greece. And secondly, uh, Greece uh, now as a combatant power against the Axis forces can become a foothold for Great Britain and this was increasingly likely. In, uh, on the 13th of December uh, of 1940, Hitler issued Directive Number 20 um, which called for Operation Marita um, and in the directive it read In the light of the threatening situation in Albania it is doubly important to frustrate English efforts to establish behind the protection of a Balkan front an airbase which would threaten Italy and incidentally the Romanian oil fields. So the, it's interesting that we come back to the question of the Romanian oil fields, um, the seizure of these oil fields and the kind of the occupation of Romania by Germany uh, became was the uh, trigger point for Mussolini. And through Mussolini's own foolishness, he had now created the conditions whereby the British could uh, occupy Greece or land an army there to support Greece and then build air bases that would threaten the very oil fields that Hitler had sought to protect. These oil fields, incidentally, would be bombed long-range by the British and the Americans flying from Egypt later on in the war, and their devastation would lead to um, a fuel crisis throughout the German Empire, the Nazi Empire. Germany's de facto occupation of Romania had begun with the installation of Ion Antonescu uh, as the Prime Minister, um, the Romanian general, um, on the 12th of October 1940. Now, I did do a podcast um, two years ago on Romania during the Second World War and uh, Romania and the Holocaust, uh, in which Antonescu is mentioned. Um, it's really worth having a listen to if I do say so myself, um, and it'll give you a lot of background on the relationship between Germany and Romania. The Romanians saw themselves, unfortunately, hitched to the Third Reich, knowing that their uh, neighbour to the east, the Soviet Union, um, that had its eyes on uh, Bukovina and Bessarabia, um, which had been given to Romania by the Paris Peace Conference peacemakers in 1919 at the expense of the Russian Empire, were greedily eyeing these territories back. In March uh, 1941, Bulgaria joined the Axis. Um, this was uh, two months after Metaxas um, himself had, had suddenly died. He died on the 29th of January 1941. Um, and the... General mood in Italy was one of national humiliation, that the speedy victory that would have given Italy resources and national glory uh, in Greece and Albania that had been promised uh, fails to materialise uh, again from Hastings. A police informant in Milan wrote, Many, many pessimists see Italy as a protectorate of Germany and conclude that if we endured three wars, the severe losses of the navy the sacrifice of our raw materials and gold reserves in order to achieve the loss of our political, economic and military independence. There is nothing to be proud of about the policies followed. And of course the war and the diversion of resources away to the uh, Greek and Albanian front and to North Africa meant that food um, became more scarce in Italy. Um, it led to price in, food price inflation and rationing cuts 
And so this meant that um, the already shaky um, desire for war in Italy um, went into nosedive um, following the humiliations of 1940 to 41. And the ease with which the Germans eventually do defeat and indeed devastate Greece uh, simply uh, presents the Italians with the truth that they are always bit players in Hitler's war. Uh, the Yugoslavs, during a palace coup in March 1941, wind up very briefly uh, with a pro-British regime. The response from uh, Germany is the committing of 36 divisions uh, to Yugoslavia, uh, sweeping away the Yugoslav army on the 6th of April. Um, bombers uh, attack Belgrade in a uh, devastating uh, aerial bombardment which uh, far eclipses uh, anything that was meted out in one attack on a British city. Some 17,000 people uh, were killed uh, in uh, the bombing. Something really which is more akin to the death toll from the aerial bombing on Stalingrad. Um, the British began to land the forces which Churchill had diverted from North Africa, mainly uh, Australian and New Zealand, um, and they began to land those forces in Greece. The um, catastrophe that Churchill was about to bring about was, again, an interesting kind of mirror to the impulsiveness of uh, Mussolini. British operations in North Africa had gone extremely well up until this point, Britain, British supply lines in North Africa were stretched very far. One of the problems with waging war up and down uh, the thin strip of land between the Mediterranean Sea and the uh, beginnings of the Sahara Desert was one of supply lines. Uh, when one army became overstretched, it had to withdraw, and another army coiled like a spring would push it back. The German army landing in Libya was ideally designed uh, to do this, and particularly uh, when uh, Churchill stripped out 56,000 uh, of the uh, best fighting men from the uh, British army uh, that was marching from Egypt. This made a collapse in North Africa almost inevitable, and by uh, mid-1941, the German army is uh, marching on Alexandria. This decision also put a lot of pressure on internal British imperial uh, politics. It was not really the place of Churchill to decide where um, Australian, New Zealand or other Dominion soldiers were, uh, were deployed. It was the place of uh, Dominion governments, which were um, part of the British Empire and had the Queen as the head of state, but had almost exclusive um, self-determination in terms of foreign and military policy uh, and, and every other significant area of, of public life. Um, Churchill ignored this for the most part, and um, in 1940-41, to 41, the ministers of Australia and New Zealand, uh, and also uh, Canada to some extent, uh, dug their heels in and demanded that their constitutional rights be respected. Australian Prime Minister Robert Menzies uh, attended uh, in 1941, on the 24th of February, uh, the War Cabinet, where the decision to deploy Australian troops was taken. However, 
the scale of risk was played down and the um, speed with which a likely victory was obtainable was uh, played up. And this gave Robert Menzies a, a misleading impression of what was likely the likely outcome in, in the theatre. New Zealand was treated with uh, even less um, regard and respect. New Zealand troops had been in Greece since December 1941, and it was weeks uh, following their deployment that the New Zealand government was actually told where their men were. And given the fact that the um, British Commonwealth or British Empire landings in Greece were to be some of the biggest disasters for Britain during the Second World War, and some of the highest risk operations, even had they been successful, there would have been immense casualties and risk uh, involved. It soured uh, British colonial, British imperial relations permanently thereafter, um, and there was a, a permanent sense, justifiably, of resentment towards Great Britain that Australian and New Zealand lives were seen as less valuable than British ones and more expendable. Anyway, we're going to continue on this theme uh, and look at uh, the fall of Greece and how um, Britain attempted in vain to defend Crete. Um, And this will be the subject of a forthcoming podcast. But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this. And um, we're coming out of the lean period now. There's been a bit of a kind of a dearth of uh, recordings recently, just generally due to kind of having to work for a living and all that sort of business. Uh, But hey, hey, it's half term. I've got a fortnight. So uh, expect uh, expect your uh, iTunes to be full of new content. Anyway. Uh, speak to you soon and always come say hi at the Explaining History Facebook page give us a comment, it's great to hear from uh, listeners and uh, if you can give us a good write up on iTunes that would be very very gratefully received thank you, bye bye